The public demands more content more frequently. This seems really foreign to many of us because we grew up with a new book, new music, or new movie release from our favorite artists maybe once a year or less. You need to change your mindset to reflect the new virtues and values in the marketplace. That's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hey guys, welcome back and thanks for joining for yet another episode. Why should you release more frequently? And how do you do that? Well, first, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. The buying public is accustomed to frequent releases. It's no longer okay to see a release from a major brand once a year. An artist or actor may have in the past something going to market every 12 or 18 months at the outside. Any longer than that, and they would have been forgotten. But now, we're used to an even quicker pace. Our favorite apps are updated every week or every two weeks on the outside. There's no more Big Bang releases. Customers value having new or changed things every few weeks or so. Any more than that, and you run the risk of being forgotten or losing relevance. You have to release more frequently. So this will seem foreign to artists for a bunch of reasons, the most frightening of which is the idea that you can no longer perfect your pet idea or your masterwork for months or years before it's ready to see the light of day. We literally have to change the way we innovate and create. Even though some work still takes a long time. I mean, think of the amount of time it takes to film, edit, post-process, score, and finish a film. To shortcut the process would mean a massive drop in quality, right? Well, that can be very true, but there's nothing saying you have to release a major, polished blockbuster every two weeks. I'm saying you have to release something every few weeks. Could be a teaser, a trailer, a behind-the-scenes document, or even just photos of your process. To an artist, this could be sketches. To a choreographer, it could be a video of the rehearsals. To a musician, it's demo tracks or an acoustic version. Or it could mean just one completed track instead of a CD of 12. In the last episode, I spoke about the value of experimentation. Frequent releases allow you to do exactly that. Because not only will you be releasing value to your customer base, your fan base more often, but you can get more continuous and meaningful feedback about the process. Now, it's up to you whether you let that feedback inform the direction of your product or not, 
But if you're looking for hard numbers to see what people respond to and what they don't, this is a really great way to get it. Now, it sucks to find out after you release your first indie film that only 40 people watched it. It would suck way less to have 40 people watch the preview or the trailer, because then you can make some kind of adjustment, either adjust or adapt your marketing strategy or put it in front of a focus group to see if they would maybe make some changes to character, plot, so on. When you release your next experiment, you can measure again and see what happens, see what changes have a material impact on outcome. Let me explain the reasons why this approach is so important. It's not just that customers demand it, and therefore you should give in. I'm saying you can't stay competitive without it. Look at Patreon, the online patronage site, primarily for artists. Now, customers will pay for frequent touch points with you, for the ability to stay connected, to be part of your process, to feel closer to their favorite artists and brands. In an age with so much technical and automation potential, oddly, the thing we seem to want most is more connectivity. Your fans want to know you like friends. They want to be part of that process. They want to be a spectator, if not a real-time observer, of the act of creation. Another reason why releasing small items more frequently is essential is because the customer no longer has an appetite for purchasing large clumps of work, of which they may only be interested in one or two pieces. So put simply, attention spans aren't what they used to be. We used to listen to an album from start to finish, including the part where you got to flip the record over or flip the cassette over halfway through. But these days, you'd be lucky to get one or two of your songs to get any attention. Everything else is relegated to the Deep Cuts late-night radio show. So you can spend a few years making an hour-and-a-half-long movie if you want to. But if nobody knows you, nobody's going to commit to you. But they'll easily spend three or ten minutes checking something out on YouTube. Now, this model also brings home the value of experimentation. As I mentioned before, it's much easier to measure response and adapt quickly if you release a book a few pages or a chapter at a time, if your book doesn't hit the right notes with people, the whole thing is doomed. You got to go write another one. But if you upload a few pages and nobody pays attention, who cares? The good thing about a short attention span is that the failures are forgotten much more quickly. The idea of a massive flop seems more appropriate for a year long magnum opus than it does for a sneak preview of your first three pages. So figure this out. Learn how to take your work and provide small increments of value on a more frequent basis. If you can cut your work up into small pieces, great, do that. But if you can't, you can still find ways to show little, unfinished, unpolished nuggets to your valued audience. Now, this is so crucial to staying engaged and staying competitive in the modern art marketplace. You have all the tools in front of you to do this. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, WordPress, Instagram, all of it is free or cheap. And don't forget, reach out to me so you can share your latest increment so I can check it out too. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. 
come in for some more insight and coaching next week. <music>